African-Americans make up one of the largest voting blocks in Chicago, which means many of us have taken the step to register to vote. But too many of us remain silent when it's time to make our voices heard. At a time when our conversations are as polarized as they've ever been, we must exercise our political power. Dear Black Voter, I'm Calmetta Coleman, Senior Vice President of External Affairs for the Chicago Urban League. Local and state elections matter. And if you're not voting with knowledge, you're not voting with power. Welcome to our six-part series on voter education. It's time you had a seat at the table. Pull up a chair. Your host, Doma T. Pongo. Thanks, Calmetta. This week, we're taking a step back to build upon why this podcast is so important. If you were a fan of our first season, Culture, Race, and Equity, make sure you subscribe to our new podcast, Dear Black Voter. We're already two episodes in. This is episode three, Know the Purpose. And in it, we talk to Chicago Urban League President Sherry Runner, who talks about the league's voter education campaign, why your vote still matters, and how the best way to make it matter is to hold elected officials accountable. Chicago Urban League President Sherry Runner opens with her inspiration for keeping this podcast going and building on the impact of the first season. Well, thank you, Domati, for coming in and for facilitating this conversation. The most important thing for us about voter education, um, voter participation, um, is the fact that we need to do it. Um, and it's not the, the argument that we've traditionally heard about uh, people fought and died for these rights and we need to use them. It really is more about the fact that it's mission critical and that our neighborhoods and communities um, are failing. And, and the, the rules and, and the way that our system works, the way that our politics works, is that uh, people need to be able to determine what happens to them. And if they don't utilize the system, um, that means, i.e. not voting, then they're not going to have a voice in that system. Yeah. There's a word you use that I love, verbal participation. Mm-hmm. So it's... As you look at the numbers, it's not that uh, black voters aren't necessarily registered. We are registered to vote right? Um, in, in large numbers. But when it comes time to go out to the polls, we don't come out. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know. You know, and that's interesting. As a legacy from the days of Harold Washington and, and President Obama, there were large voter, drive, voter registration drives. Mm-hmm. People uh, were registered and then ultimately went and voted. Um, I think sometimes we get a little bit of... Uh, backlash because people don't feel like that vote counted very much, um, and especially when the candidates are not representative of the issues that they think are important for them. Uh, and I think part of the reason that we want to do this podcast series is to under- make people understand how really important these issues are while they may not seem um, logically uh, relevant to the communities, they are directly impact the policies and practices that are put into place, which absolutely impact the communities um, of, of color. Some of the episodes you got lined up include uh, educating people about the deadlines that they have to be aware of, mm-hmm. about the roles of different elected offices that mm-hmm. we might not engage with that closely and might not know much about. Uh, can you talk about the importance of understanding who exactly is on the ballot, even those unfamiliar names or those unpopular mm-hmm. offices that mm-hmm. oftentimes affect us more intimately than the president even sometimes? That's right. So one of the things that we learned last year during the, the election around the state's the Cook County State's Attorney, is how important that role is. A lot of people didn't even know what the state's attorney did or why they should be involved or care or what was the the point. Um, And we found out uh, really easily why that's an important race. 
and why we needed somebody like Kim Fox in that role. So we have a lot of elections coming up. And so for every role in an elected office, every legislator, there's a similar type story. So we've got um, the uh, attorney general general of the state. Um, we've got our aldermen who we need to hold accountable. Um, we've got all kinds of roles. We've got all kinds of people down in Springfield who hold our fortunes in their hands. Um, and so it's very, very important that we're aware of what they do, um, what things that we can ask and hold them accountable for, and um, how we use this vote to make sure that our communities um, start to regenerate. And what I love about the Seat at the Table series is we spent the first season, Culture, Race, and Equity, talking about every single thing affecting the black community, mm-hmm. uh, we did, from public safety to economic development to all of these different things. And now being able to exercise uh, our right to vote, voting with power um, in, in this upcoming election and using Dear Black Voter to get more information out about that, it goes hand in hand. Right. How do you think we can use our vote to kind of beat back some of those things we talked about in the first season? Well, what's important to know is that we don't have to directly agree on everything. Right. And that's the the whole beauty of the election process. But we can have a civil conversation about what are those things that we need to do to improve our communities and to get resources flowing more equitably to our communities. And that, I think, is the bottom line. And so those are the kinds of things that we need to talk about, um, who the people are that are running and what they commit to doing. And then once you know they are elected, once they're in those roles, how do we continue to communicate. It's not that you just get to vote and walk away. Right. you got to vote and stay engaged with what's happening. And what are the best ways to do that? How do we keep elected? We, we talk often about keeping elected officials accountable, but then there are some offices we, we don't see them until, right. until it's time to vote. Until election time. Until election time. That's right. But that's why it's important for us to read and listen. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, this kind of communication, we live in an information age and information is flowing at us all the time. And we need to know how to use that information, how to access that information and how to make sure that when we do um, our, our reading and thinking, we understand the, the outcomes, the ramifications of what happens um, when a, a vote is taken and what's being given up or what's being bartered in order to get bills passed and what mm. you know all of those things we have to be engaged with that i it sounds like it's a lot but it's so critical to the bottom line it's critical to what is going to happen to our kids long term do you have any expectations what well i guess uh what expectations do you have uh for the outcome of the march primaries and even in november do you feel that uh black voters are re-energized with the political climate right now or uh, do people feel disillusioned? What, what's your beat on? <laughs> well, I think people are disgusted. I think that <laughs> black women voters have shown that they are not going to stand by and just be uh, passive about this. We saw that this. in Alabama. We saw, we've seen it all over the country. Yeah. Um, we've seen it all over the country in the way that people who never ran for office before are now running for office. And... Um, getting their messages out, and people are really getting upset and getting out and voting. Um, we've seen the dark side. We've seen, you know, from what could happen, um, all the progress that was made in the 50s and 60s in, st- in terms of legislation is really being rolled back. Um, and we can't afford for that to happen wholesale without having some say in that process. So it's very, very important that we understand that. 
What I love about working with the Urban League, and I've had a chance to see this over the span of a few years, is that we don't just talk about things. When I've, when I've worked with you guys, when we do panels, it's always tied to some action, and that action is something that's tangible that people are actually out there doing. Uh, you have a whole voter education outreach plan. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other things that the Urban League will be doing uh, coming up in the coming weeks and months? So we just participated in a gubernatorial forum for the Democratic candidates that will lead up to the primary, so the people got to see who the candidates were and what their position were and that was really important. Um, we're going to have our Black History Film Festival this month, which is going to focus on voting, uh, talk about some of the important historical but also relevant current things that we need to think about um, in a way so that, that is palatable and digestible by people, so yes. it, it using the media of film. Um, and we are going to be registering people to vote. Um, as, whenever you can walk into the Urban League, there's always somebody here that can help you register to vote. But we're going to consistently have this message about you can't just register, you got to get out and vote. Um, we're going to help people get out and vote. We're going to, we know that from the Alabama example, to your point, that that really was the grassroots method that worked there. People actually got in cars and picked people up and took them to the polls. We're going to be engaged in that level of um, engagement with the community this time. So this is what you can expect from Dear Black Voter, season two of the Seat at the Table series. Uh, we're going to talk to... Um, uh, Board of Elections representatives to talk about the deadlines that you need to know uh, ahead of the March primaries. We're going to continue this through November and talk more about those deadlines, too, as that becomes relevant. We're going to talk about the history of black politics in Chicago. So crucial because a lot of times we find ourselves uh, repeating history, doing things mm-hmm. over that uh, <laughs> that didn't work in the past. Uh, right. Actually, Let's talk a bit about what we learned from the election of uh, Mayor Harold Washington and about how he was able to mobilize the black voter Mm -hmm. and what has changed since then. Um, well, I think what has changed since then is that we sat back and sort of took for granted the, the, the work that had to be done and um, the, the things that he was fighting for in terms of equality across this very segregated city uh, and making sure that resources uh, flowed equally, not only to those communities, but to black business owners and uh, in terms of hiring and procurement all over the city. Um, mm-hmm. So we started, we didn't really follow up on that promise. We didn't really demand that. That promise. Um, and we have to make sure that we look at history. Um, you know, we have a we have a poster here that says, you know, it's sort of shame on you if you forget your history, because if you don't know it and you don't know what the outcomes are, then you'll be fooled by the same tactics that were used, uh, you know, over 100 years ago uh, to limit the access to the resources that this country has to offer. Absolutely. More upcoming episodes. Uh, we're going to talk about knowing the statistics, the importance of understanding how black people vote so we know the lay of the land. We're going to talk about the issues. What are black voters asking for? And then finally, know your power will be episode six about how to keep elected officials accountable once they are in office. Um, What do you hope people take away from the Dear Black Voter series? That they know that this is an important, crucial year. Uh, that they know that they have power, that that one vote does have power um, because one vote turns into hundreds of votes, turns into thousands of votes, and that in and of itself um, makes a statement about why um, our lives are important, uh, as important, more important uh, as this, the demographic of the population changes, mm. um, and we need to be involved in how that's going to look moving forward. 
Dear Black Voter is available on iTunes, SoundCloud. You can download it now. You can check it out right now. We've already got two or three episodes out. Please have an opportunity. And if, you, if you're if you listening to this feed through Culture, Race, and Equity, uh, go back and take a look at some of those past episodes. We talked to Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox. We talked to City Treasurer Kurt Summers, Father Flager, Taji Gaines about public safety, about economic development. All of the things affecting the African-American community. And now this is the time that we put some of those things we talked about into action. So we encourage you to check out voter resources we'll have at cuelpodcast.com slash Dear Black Voter and, and to subscribe. And, and Sherry, thank you for, for being a voice and um, allowing us to disseminate this information. It, it's truly valuable. Well, thank you for helping us get this voice out and all, all of the voices that um, are a part of this conversation. Dear Black Voter, it's time to get reengaged. Thank you. Thank you for listening to a segment from our biweekly series, Dear Black Voter. We invite you to check out our show notes and voter resources at coldpodcast.com. And don't forget to rate us and leave your comments on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about the league and to find out how you can get involved and support our work, please visit our website at thechicagourbanleague.org.